I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. Just kidding, of course they are. I may be an army wife, but my rank is major bitch. <laughs> I had a really long train ride to think about that. Oh my God, you guys, it's Andy's Girls episode 37. And guys, it's like a real, what's today, Friday? It's a real FBF. It's a real flashback Friday because... Hashtag. Hashtag FBF because my guest this week is college friend... OG of the AG fan club. Field reporter. Field reporter. Contest winner. Contest winner. (laughs) Associate producer. What else have I said? I feel like I've said things to housewives about you. Super fan. Uh, Yeah. All the things. I feel um, like I want a sweepstakes right now. Very excited. Um, As I call her, um, Jackie Buzzco married last name. It's a Jackie. Jackie. You guys. Jessica Flaskini. Jackie Buzzco. Filinowski. That's it. Oh my God, So you flew all the way from Texas just specifically to sit on this couch with me just now? Absolutely. Like 47 Directly here. Absolutely. Just nothing else happening. No, no work meetings, no nothing else. No, just directly just here, just straight to New York here and then right back. So how excited are you to be on? You're going to get to listen to yourself. Uh, highlight of my week. I mean, oh, I obviously. Just your week? I love my life. Thank you. Of my month, of my year. Thank obviously. you. Um, yeah, no, I'm basically just going to listen to this episode on repeat. <laughs> Before every other episode I listen to. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm making all of your dreams come true. I'm it's so amazing. excited. So more about me. Um, <laughs> more so about me. do you listen to... So tell me about when you fell in love with the Housewives and also how you li- watch them. You're obviously married. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, isn't everyone? I got it. That's why my closet door is closed in my bedroom because my husband is like just hiding inside Same. of it, just waiting to come out. It's where they belong. Phenomenal. Um, so when did you fall in love with The Housewives? When did you first start um, watching? I feel like The Housewives were like my soap op, like my soaps, like my generation soaps were just kind of like my mom was watching them and then I was, I mean, I was obviously, we were in like college, but it was like soaps to me. Like it was just something I had on the background and you just like you were old enough to semi-understand and just yes. got into, they were just, eat. they're like my friends. Like my mom, like soaps were her friends growing up and they were just always on. And to me, Real Housewives are like my soaps. Which season did you start with? Um, I think I, I definitely started with New Jersey. You started with New Jersey? New Jersey, yeah. I started a little late in the game. So I've had to play catch up with uh, OC. Uh, I'm sorry, with 
Yeah, with OC. Yeah, with OC. Yeah, with OC. I've had to play catch up with OC. So OC went a couple years, and then when it hit the East Coast, so New York, New Jersey is when I got into it. I think because I was in a very sex in the city yeah, yeah, world, yeah. we were all kind of there. And I feel like people in the tri-state area, people in New York, New Jersey, yeah. Connecticut, we sort of fall in line with the East Coast Housewives shows first because we feel a little bit of a kinship. Oh, totally. There's something for them showing like a restaurant that a housewife is going to go on and then going to that fucking restaurant. A thousand percent. I mean, I walked by Sushi Rocks and I texted OG of AG, Damien, a picture and was like, oh my God. And I was like hyperventilating. There was like <laughs> one guy outside who was probably the only patron that they had and I was just like staring at it like it was the fucking Taj Mahal of weird Japanese fusion with I think drag queens and sure. like music yep. and karaoke. Karaoke. Okay. Um, I just kind of, it, it is one of those things where you feel like a little bit more of a connection, even though this is such a grandiose, yeah. crazy world. Yeah. So who's your favorite? Who's your favorite New Jersey housewife? Rosie. <laughs> that, oh my God. I mean, yeah. I she would be the, if she was ever a housewife, she would be the second lesbian after that weird moment. That Daniel Stahl moment. I mean, well, Daniel Stahl was probably my first favorite, but I know that's like blasphemy uh, in, in your presence. Well, there was that OC <laughs> lesbian whose name I forgot, who was like a trainer or something, who they tried to make a friend of one season. Oh. She went to Texas with Alexis yes. and Tamara, and then it didn't <laughs> yes. work out. She just wasn't interesting. And then I feel like she was trying really hard, but she was genuinely uncomfortable on camera. Yeah. And it didn't come across well. But wait, take me back. So when was Danielle your favorite her on her first season did you fall off when she was like with the armed goons no. and all those people you were no. still in oh god i mean it yeah i mean that was okay it, Brit, everything that Brit, was everything did you not think that that was completely crazy for no. her to have you, you don't didn't. think you don't think allegedly all of those house husbands are have packing been. heat well there are the rumors time. that caroline manza's husband you know, had some sort of like yeah. mob affiliation, obviously, because that's how his dad you allegedly think when was Ju- murdered. Yeah, when Juicy Joe was getting Juicy rained Joe. out by that big oh mafia guy, God, that was so good. That if the camera wasn't there, there would have been like fucking shit. <laughs> there would have been a gun thrown. Down. I would be surprised if half of the housewives have a pistol in their purse. I mean, so that didn't fa- that did not phase me. So that you was- have never fallen off the dance. No. That is fascinating to no. me because I she became. So difficult for me to watch on TV because she was so I love her. crazy. So, but but so good. I mean, since she's left, you don't think it was so good crossing over into like completely, totally insane? No, not more than anyone else. No, yeah, really. Yeah, and I, you know, I mean, I I harass you weekly with Daniel oh, no, Stop Instagram posts. Where, by the way, all of these articles that are popping up on like Radar Online and Reality Reality T and her whatever comeback. about her comeback are all from her. It's <laughs> not, it's not from anybody else. Nobody else is saying anything. Andy now has to like respond now and again to be like, I get it. But she tags Andy and yeah. Bravo in all of her social media posts, and I find she's it, a go getter. Is that what she <laughs> she's is? She's a go getter. She is. I think she's completely insane. No. Do you think they'll ever bring her no. back? I would, I mean, no more than like a Gretchen or any of the other old housewives who like go out with Vicky or go out with, you know, want to be seen on camera or in Instagram posts with housewives that are currently on, like trying to get their foot back in the door. Right. Which has happened quite a bit with Gretchen and with Lizzie Mm -hmm. on OC where they keep on popping up on social media. Mm -hmm. I think they both really want it, which is why it was so surprising that OC did in fact go back to a previous housewife, Lydia. The most boring one of all time. Okay, so she was boring and vanilla and I'm 100% sure her husband was gay. But she was able to bring it. She was kind of like a quiet... Yeah. Kind of like an MKE... Ish. I, I think Megan was better. I think that Megan better. was definitely better. Yeah. But I think that Lydia stood up for herself in a way that nobody yeah. thought that she ever would, including Slade, including Gretchen. I mean, I think that she was able to kind of own her shit mm-hmm. and be stronger than anyone ever thought. The way that she um, kind of wrangled Dubrow at that last thing with like being super sassy and passive aggressive, which you could tell was annoying the shit out of Heather Dubrow. When oh, she's yeah. saying these things about like, of course I had like 30 pages in my magazine and don't I look amazing and blah, blah, blah and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and Heather's trying to like match her on that level and it just didn't happen at no. all. I mean, it was like kind of 
incredible. Yeah. And that's the only silver lining that I hope gets turned up this season. Well, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't I know. I don't either. So what was Lydia's relationship like with Vicky when Lydia was on? It was, they were buddies. They were buddies. They, they didn't really... They didn't really interact with each other, though, right? Because was their crossover? It was Alexis. Alexis was her Jesus friend. Right. But then Alexis and Vicky were friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that was Tamara and, and Gretchen. Yes. Verse. Kind of against the world, mm-hmm. plus Jubro. Yes. And then obviously after the fact. So I Tamara. think she would be Team Vicky coming into the gate. I feel like she would have to be. Yeah. I wonder what that conversation is like with producers where they're like, okay, so we want to have you back. And um, how's your relationship with Vicky? Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. I hope yeah, you guys hey. are getting along really well. Because be best friends. they need to have someone with Vicky. I don't know how Shannon Bador and Tamara are going to film with Vicky again. Because never yeah. in, in my experiences watching OC have I ever seen so many press interviews that they have done where they have explicitly said, we will not film with her we do not want her on the show i don't know how they're gonna walk that back for when their bank accounts get full of money they're going to when they get emptied of money and they no, when it. they get paid i mean they're yeah, gonna do true. it because it's their job i i get i mean everyone saw their angle they thought i think the trifecta with heather dubrow that they could kind of wedge right vicky out and it backfired and it's interesting to me that i wonder if heather will be back in some capacity or if she's gonna camille if she's if we gonna don't see camille, that fucking house i know i can't i can't uh, imagine after all of the fucking <laughs> episodes where we were looking at ice cube trays <laughs> and like hexagonal, hexagonal and talking ice. about hundreds of thousands of dollars and the salon over and budget. the luggage room if i don't see that luggage room i didn't see the luggage room i've seen so i signed up actually at your suggestion for that youtube <laughs> channel it? Because oh. Jackie Buzzco married last name promised me <laughs> that she was doing some bullshit giveaway every week where she was giving. I haven't some, gotten anything, which I'm sure was like a plastic trash bag. And she's like, "It's technically from my closet. It's from my closet. So it's, it's Gucci. <laughs> it's Gucci. <laughs> it has like a Louis Vuitton <laughs> insignia on it." But um, so I haven't actually watched it, but I've seen photos of her closet, and it looks great. But I'm also like, I just can't believe it. Sort of just kind of makes me feel shitty about how she was last season because aside from her getting pissed off on that um, luxury bus in Ireland, which I really appreciated. Which was awesome. Which was great, which when was she was great. losing her shit. Yeah, I, finally. We really didn't get anything from her this season, which makes me just kind of pissed about why she felt so entitled to not deliver. I mean, we didn't even get a heavy dive into, like, really Terry fucking up or anything. It was all super, super, it was all incredibly superficial. Yeah. She tried to, I feel like, produce the Terry storyline. Yeah. Like, which Terry's came a across kind of baddish dad, but not really, but like just kind of removed, but like such a great guy. And like, <laughs> this is, this is going to carry us, right? This is, this is good. <laughs> this is We're good. good. Okay, great. Back to my eyes. I feel like she probably is producing her own confessionals. She's probably oh, like, and sure. five, four, <laughs> three, three, two, and go. <laughs> She's like plating herself. <laughs> I mean, it was it was uh, the time for a change on OC, and I actually thought that la- this past season of OC was, I think, their best season uh, yet. Yeah. Aside from, if not one of, if, if not, not one of, two. although the cancer stuff with Brooks. Looking back on that, it's good shit. That was some good it's shit. Good shit. It does feel like the Real Housewives is a drug, and yes. like. And OC just goes directly into the vein. Like, there are other seasons, Potomac, where it's pot or something. It doesn't really, like, do anything. But OC goes, like, right in. Like, they do not fuck around. They They mainline that shit. They completely do. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jackie is coming full uh, Connecticut, (laughs) and I appreciate it. Um, So what do you think about the shows that are airing right now? Like, what are your thoughts on Atlanta? Atlanta didn't have an episode this week, which is fine, because I actually needed to recover from the last couple weeks. I'm living for candy. I love Pissed Off Ghetto candy like when she will cut a bitch i am i'm in it i am there with her do you what do you think actually happened with candy and portia i think exactly what candy said i believe every word that comes out of candy's mouth i don't think she lies i think as she said if i had a sex dungeon i would own it like she has a sex toy line guys am i totally in the minority for thinking that there is still some shit that she hasn't that she's not being 100 percent honest with because listen i had a guest last week phenomenal yeah she was that was great episode. she was phenomenal yeah. um but then also you know i'm hearing from other people too that everyone is team candy and i actually feel like maybe i might be wrong in thinking that there is some other shit there but it just felt like there's other shit there but with, i think it's on portia's side portia just looks like she is covering up all of her all like of it. 
And just deflecting, deflecting, pass. deflecting. Yeah. And I don't know why, because that's her, like, that's her image now. Like, that's what she's selling is that she's, like, uh, just like last week, um, like, she was saying a thought. Like, I'm a thought. I'm, a, I'm like, a right, slut. Right. I'm a, like, look at my body. Look at this and that. So why not, like, Do you think she was, it? what do you think about her relationship with her good friend Shamia? I, I agree, like, Last week, spot on. I totally agree that Shamia is just trying to work some camera time and Portia's not having it. Do you think that Shamia is trying to work some camera time or that they presented Shamia with a friend of role Mm -hmm. and it's similar to what happened with Alexis and, um, oh God, what was her name? The woman, Mika and, um, what's her face on OC? Mm. Mika and Mika's wife, whose name I just forgot. Yes. But where Alexis had a friend who... The lesbians. mm, Not the lesbian. The the um, blonde... uh, Peggy Tanuth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Peggy said, and this came up during the reunion, Peggy said, listen, Alexis, you knew I was joining the show, and then there was all this stuff that came up, you know, like, oh, Alexis, well, uh, you were supposed to give my name to production, you never did, and then I got an invitation another way, and Alexis' response was, well, I didn't want it to hurt our friendship, Mm. aka I was super jealous and I wanted to have this for myself. Basically. And I wonder if that happened with Shamia and Portia, where it's not that Shamia was like, angling for camera time because no. she seems genuinely shocked genuinely about, friends. A, about events yeah. that are happening as they appear to be occurring on camera but Portia is in no mood to share the spotlight now now who knows what they said offline if Portia was like yeah I think this is a great idea and then just sort of clammed up about this who knows if she's trying to sort of passive aggressively passive aggressively sabotage this for her friend I mean I have no idea but it does seem like something is sort of suspicious in that there is something that is happening off-camera, production-related, with their friendship that is combusting on camera a little bit. It is strange that when Phaedra is talking about Shamia having some sort of threesome interaction, which, you know, Phaedra said happened, quote-unquote, off-camera. Mm-hmm. She didn't know they were recording, which mm-hmm. I, I understand and I don't at the same time. I don't. Um, but it is strange that Fade, that Portia did not say a single thing. I mean, that is an odd example of friendship if you want to call yourself a best friend of someone, right? I mean, yeah. I a thousand percent agree. Also, is there an alter alternative universe where maybe they're trying to – she's trying to give Shamia a storyline? No. And if Portia did show up and everything did go hunky-dory at the, at the engagement party – there would have been no other scene where Shamia went to Portia's house and no. said... If, if Portia wanted to give Shamia a storyline, she would have shown up to the party. Her not But then she wouldn't up, have got extra scenes. Well, who knows what would have happened. Portia was thinking... Portia was probably thinking, if I don't show up, then they have one less person to record with. True. I, I don't know... I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, no, no. no maybe there was another side. I totally agree that they are real friends, and Shamia was like, great, I'm going to be a friend of, and we're going to do this together. And I don't know why Portia's being really shady, but she's being a really shady what friend. What do you think about Kenya? I always liked Kenya. I know people are on Even and off. The props. Did you did you like yeah, it? Yeah, I mean she's Oh my god. See, I appreciate the Daniel Stobbs and the Kenyas because they know what their job is. And not in a super producing Nene Leaks way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just in a this is my job. Like I'm supposed to be my crazy I'm supposed to be entertaining and myself and like let's do props. Let's have goons. Like let me make the show interesting. Otherwise, why am I on the show? You don't think that Kenya's a little bit similar to Danielle in, in kind of making their Housewife franchise into a little bit of a circus? They go so far over that the line, which is supposed to be based in some sort of reality, mm-hmm. becomes completely overly manufactured to the point that it's not really the kind of entertainment that I like. I'm okay with someone having heightened emotions because it's Real Housewives and especially franchise-specific New Jersey and um, Atlanta are absolutely the most emotional yeah. and like guttural, sometimes physical responses. But it did feel like they were self-producing in crazy jump sharking ways. Agree. Agree. And that didn't affect you or you felt you liked the entertainment of it? I like the entertainment. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, she's times... been on the show for so long. Yeah. She's, I consider her now the star. Yeah. If I not, mean, if not, maybe Candy. If not, maybe Candy, maybe Ty. I mean, there are definitely times where you're like, oh, okay, all right, pull it back. Or like, oh, that was annoying. But if they don't do that, then you have a Potomac. 
Then you have like right. shoes. someone's got to do it. The problem with Potomac is I feel like these are human one-liners. These are yeah. women who come in, say one thing that's like potentially sassy, and that's really all there is. I mean, I saw the trailer for the next season, and you know there is there is some drama with Karen. You know, there's some snippets of scenes where she like moved in the middle of the night or something. Yeah, there might be some financial. I enjoy a Karen. I enjoy Karen one-liner. I think Karen was like the only... Karen was the saving grace of Potomac in the way that she does feel like... In the way that the Carney was the saving grace of Dallas. In the way that who? The Carney was the saving grace of Dallas. Oh, my God. That fucking (laughs) carnival Carney. When is Dallas coming back so I know to, like, move out of country during that period of time? Because I will watch it if I have access to it. I I haven't seen... I'm in Dallas quite frequently. I haven't seen any filming. Have you had any interactions with any of the Dallas No. I mean, I know... So the Dallas Housewives pretty much live north of Dallas. I mean, okay. They like don't, like, street. live in Dallas. No, just, like, the Atlanta Housewives, which I've also lived in Atlanta. They don't live... They live in, like, Buckhead and stuff. Not even... I mean, oh, some no. of them live in Buckhead, but, okay. like, um, Cynthia lives by Lake Lanier. I mean, she's a good 45 minutes outside of the city. <laughs> so... Cynthia's really trying. <laughs> Cynthia's really... And even Kim Zolciak lives, I think, in Alpharetta, which is a good half hour. So, some of them are out in the burbs. The Dallas girls are definitely in Plano, Frisco, which is about... 20 to 30 minutes north of Dallas. Wait, Plano, Texas? Yeah. That's where all the money is. In Plano? Yeah. Plano and Frisco has a lot of money. Shut up. And it's like this, it's like moving to, it's like moving to Brooklyn. Like it's where like you move when you have kids in a family, but you're still wealthy. You Do you think that the Dallas Housewives have actual money? Aside from the cabinet maker woman. Yeah, but they have. Stephanie, I want to say. They don't have Atlanta money. They, they don't, don't have, have a Beverly well, Hills money. Does Atlanta money exist? Yeah. Aside from the candy question, it's kind of totally TBD. I mean, I don't know how Kim Zolciak affords they have money. her day-to-day. They have super new money, temporary money. They have new money, in yeah. And the fact that Croy had, like, I think it was football contracts. Maybe it was, like, as much as $5 million, but it was really, I think, a lot less than that. Yeah. And then he got essentially let go from a team and is looking for work and how much are they making with the reality show who knows who knows but you know kim is trying to like hustle i mean she has all of her side projects but i don't know how much money that actually brings her versus someone who has her own spinoff caroline manzo whose spinoff was just um announced this week that it ended after three seasons thank god that was one of those okay so here's the issue with that that's been up as one of those shows that i like i supported in theory yes like die for her yes but i didn't actually watch it no it was like a background when i was working on my laptop and i just wanted yes and then i never never paid never paid attention who do you think is the cuter manzo brother albie or chris albie I know it's it's so basic. Oh my god, <laughs> so I am so into Chris Manzo. He's Swipe he's growing up. Right. Yeah, so funny. Right. I think he's adorable. He's I'm adorable. Him. I think he's he super, adorable. He's like a fun little like. I know I'm using this word incorrectly, so apologies to the gays. But like, he's like a cub, but he's not a cub. I know he's not a cub, but he's like a he's not actually a bear. And yeah, he's not a dad bod. Maybe he is. He's a dad. He's bod a bit of a dad bod. Beard. But I'm into dad bods. Yeah, who I married a dad. I die for dad bods. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. I. <laughs> Yeah, I find dad bods to be quite Yeah, I don't need, Like, I don't actually... Albie Manzo now. Have you seen pictures of Albie Manzo now? No, does he look good? He's, he's jacked. Gained. Shut up. He, like, got in this crazy workout routine. Like, he is jacked. And I don't think he's as attractive. Like, I, is that what so he's doing full-time instead of working for Blackwater since yeah. it no longer exists? Pretty much. Oh, my God. So. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, didn't Chris Manzo write a children's book? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He wrote at least one because it was like on a show. I yeah. don't remember if it was Housewives or it was probably the spinoff. I mean, Greg Bennett was my favorite Manzo. Greggy Bennett, who is moving back the, to New York, moving back to New York, one of the funniest people to follow on Twitter. Oh my gosh, one of the fun- yeah, in Instagram and everything. He's oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I wish he, I wish Lauren Manzo would join Jersey Housewives. <gasps> Do you think that only that would with happen? Greg Bennett in tow? Like that would have to be in the contract. Like, you, you could be a housewife. Oh, yeah. He would be 100% with, a friend like, of. Like, he has he to be, be a friend of. So, do you think that that would ever happen? I, do, I used to think no, but then she started appearing on the reunions, and mm-hmm. she would take people on. She mm-hmm. took on Danielle Staub. She took on others. She took on Teresa. And she would fucking light a fire. Oh, yeah. She would be amazing. Especially now that their spinoff's over. I mean, you'd still get, like, dashes of Caroline. You'd still get, like, dashes of the Manzos, because they'd have to be in her story. 
And I think that's how you should have a manzo. You mm-hmm. shouldn't have just a sprinkle of a manzo. Yeah, you shouldn't a have sprinkle. a full manzo. But if you were to have a full manzo, Lauren Manzo Scalia would be the absolute uh-huh. best choice. She would be phenomenal. With Greg Bennett. Um, I feel like while we're talking about New Jersey, <laughs> guys, special treat for you, special oh, treat yes, for me, because yes. I didn't have to do a fucking thing. But I'm half Italian, so I can't show up without some <laughs> oh kind of my, gift. And <laughs> I show up empty handed. So Jackie has a fun little game for us. Jackie, I've already forgotten what it is, so please Perfect. tell our listeners and then we'll play it. Okay, so I um, I travel a lot for work and obviously I listen to um, Andy's Girls religiously and, um, amongst other things while I'm traveling. Um, love which it. One of them is CNN. I really enjoy a Sean Spicer press briefing. It's as juicy as a Housewives reunion. <laughs> it's really, really is. Is it really good? Yeah. It's, I've never actually watched it for mental health. I mean, I just listen in the I've car. I've only seen clips and it like makes my palms as sweaty as a housewives unit it's good really? it's good oh my so god I, I do tune into those from now and then and about the third or fourth one it was hitting me that he just he sounded like someone like i was like I, his voice sounds familiar sounds familiar literally driving it hits me jim marchese's face <gasps> comes in my head and i'm like <laughs> Sean Spicer <laughs> is the vocal doppelganger of Jim Marchese. Jim Pull Marchese. over and text you. Oh that's my God, I that's what I you. Jim Marchese, who I always forget about because I think I have him blocked from oh. my mind because he's such a horrible, horrible person. He is a horrible, terrible human horrible. being. And his like social media, which I know was brought up on their um, the last uh, reunion that he was in, which was just like, why are you such a basket case bastard piece of shit? Like, he just attacks people and shames them in a way that makes me think, like, how could you ever go home with that kind of person and be like, great job, honey? Like, you need to know that there is a line there that you shouldn't cross as a man. Yeah. I mean, and New Jersey, unlike, not unlike any other franchise, but New Jersey, more than any other franchise, aside from possibly Beverly Hills, is all about gender roles in families. Yeah. Teresa has transitioned away from that because she has had to financially and obviously with their legal issues, but it's so much about supporting your man. And I, I would think the man, the husband supporting his wife and respecting her. And so to see this man become so ugly mm-hmm. and so cruel to people so cruel. was just kind of crazy and gross, like disgusting. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Okay. So did you, did you watch them on, um, not to deflect, but on uh, Marriage Boot Camp. Okay, so no, I didn't, but tell ugh, me everything. Ugh. Why were they on it? I thought they were madly in love. That's They're, what annoys me when these people that are like, we're so in love, we're so in love, and you know that they just want the check. Like Aviva and Reed were yeah. on Marriage Boot Camp, which I also didn't see. There was literally a scene on Marriage Boot Camp where they, it was one of those, the camera that's like in the bedroom, and it's like night vision, that like, and she like wouldn't have sex with him, and he is in the bed yelling at her that... You, you know, you haven't fucking had sex with me, da-da-da. You can just, like, you won't even fucking suck my dick and this, this, and that. And, like, like, like pacing back and forth. And he was like, as soon as our kids hit 18, I am going to the nearest strip club. (gasps) And I am fucking the first 22-year-old I find. And you only have yourself to blame. I literally was just like, (gasps) rewind. (laughs) Like, disgusting. Do you think that was staged? That sounds 100% staged. It It was pretty, no, it was pretty real. It you gotta watch it. You could just Google like Jim Marchese. Because that goes like, completely against their whole. We but they brought it up like on the show, and it was just like you and, don't think that was to make sure that they got camera time. No, be, I don't. Maybe, but I mean, and she was just literally like her whole thing for that whole show was that she played the victim and put every all the blame on herself. And like so, even when they brought it up the next day in front of everyone and like showed the video, and she was just like, "Well, it's my fault because I don't. <gasps> I'm not." sexually oh, active no. enough Amber. and everyone like all those people are crazy and they were all just like no no no, no. <laughs> who else was on the show with them do you remember um do they have there do was like a bachelor names? people oh okay yeah, i don't like, care about them g-list people i can't even remember oh names. no they're not <laughs> d they're, <laughs> they're g. g that is rough <laughs> okay wait so let's play the okay, game. So, so, so the so, game is what so the game is i got a couple generic sound bites from a late night on youtube of jim marchese and sean spicer even though they're not super generic, because it's really hard to get them saying something that doesn't have to do with like housewives. So I or have politics. to choose. You have to guess are... if it's Sean Spicer or Jim Marchese <laughs> by the short soundbite. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Play the first right. one. Okay. And let me know Hold if you need to play it twice because they're real short. Oh my god. I can't wait. All right. Let's okay. start with this one. Okay. 
Department of Justice did a phenomenal job, but we were assisting. Jim Marchese oh my God. or Sean Spicer. That is, oh, I'm so depressed that I know this. That was 100% Jim Marchese. Yes. That was 100%. Jim Marchese talking about, wasn't it talking about the Teresa and Joe yeah. fraud case and yeah. how he wasn't like actively involved? Yes. Lying through his ass. Yes. Piece of shit. You guys, oh my God, Sarah won the world Sarah, zero. Okay, here we go. Zero. Here we go. Okay, We're into, going it, again. into it. Into going it again. Well, I, I'm a firm believer to speak to everyone equally. Okay, can you play it again? Yep. You guys, listen well, to home. I hope you're playing. I'm a firm believer to speak to everyone equally. I'm a firm. I'm trying. This is, guys, because I am uh, the RHC span, so I'm trying to think through past episodes in my brain as they are happening, if I have ever seen them on the show. Or thinking of press briefings. Do it one more time. Three times a charm. Oh, my God. Well, I, I'm a firm believer to speak to everyone equally. Sean Spicer? Jim Marchese. Shut <laughs> up! I know. Do you know what that, what the background on that was? It's okay if you It don't. was like a radio interview, and they were talking about um, when, when they were in, oh god, I forgot where they were, but when he was yelling at Dina, and he was like, at the, in the twins, and he was like, oh my god, I'm so into them. it. And so he's like, I can be a dick to everyone right. whose he's genders like, don't I, exist, exactly. which is complete bullshit, yeah. but okay, continue okay, on. Okay, ready? Right. Oh shit, Jim Marchese. Here we go. Here we go. That's not, you're, you're trying to make an issue out of something that doesn't exist. <laughs> Here's the problem, is that, are we sure this isn't the same person? Uh, Just, like, they are actually one person. Like, you know why I was like, I have a game, because that's, they're the same here. Okay, I'll that's 100%. Wait, that's, yeah, play it again, play it again. That's not, you're, you're trying to make an issue out of something that doesn't exist. Sean Spicer. Yeah, Sean Spicer. Oh my god, you guys, it's the Real Housewives of um, the Presidency of the United States. Okay, this one's a short one. Okay. So you're calling him a liar? <laughs> I'll play one more time. So you're calling him a liar? Okay, I just need to say for the record that while I do think it's Sean Spicer, it sounds identical to Jim Marquez. It's, it's Sean Spicer, but yeah. Holy it, yeah. shit, they are the same person. They are the same person. They are the same person. Okay, here we go. Here do we, we have go. another one? Yeah. Um, we have one more. Oh well, we have God. one more, and then we have a grand finale. <gasps> we have a grand finale. Jackie Buzko, married last name. So impressed. No, no, no. I, I think I'm not going to allow you to be interrupted. No, no, no. I, I think I'm not going to allow you to be interrupted. <laughs> okay. It's so... I, it's, I can tell that it's someone attempting to be respectful, but genuinely being a dick, which yeah. is why I'm going to say Jim Marchese. Sean's face. <gasps> <laughs> Okay, and for the grand finale. He's going to make America great again, but more importantly, he's going to focus on our country. I just want to be proud of being an American. That is 100% Jim Marquise. 100% Jim Marquise. So, guys, if you're following... uh, Andy's girl, if you're following Jim Marchese on Twitter, it's all about how Donald Trump is going to make America great again. It's, it's a blending like, of both. Of, that is them. That's them blended as one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so now every time you hear Sean Spicer, you're just going to picture Jim Marchese's face giving press briefings, and it'll make things a little easier. Oh, my God. You're welcome. That's crazy. Thank you're you welcome. so much. You're now, welcome. how long did that take you to do? How many days and weeks did you tell work that you were unavailable? Um, a Many. Many. I mean, it took me like two hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lifters. But there was a lot of deep YouTubing, and then my, I like went back on my YouTube the next day, and it was just your history was like fifty videos of Jim Marquez. How, how physically and emotionally unhealthy did you feel? After yeah, I had to take a, I had to take a run. Take like a yeah, I had break. to take a mental break. I had to like go outside get some fresh air. It was a lot. So, what um what franchise do you think Melania would be best on? I think Milani would be best on Atlanta. <laughs> <gasps> Shut up. Milani. She could hold her own. Do we think she can? <laughs> she could hold her own. Oh, my God. I could see Melania softly giggling to things that Phaedra says. Exactly. And, like, nodding quietly. She'd be like the Cynthia. That is cruel. And I guess Ivanka would be Nini. I don't even know what to say to that. That would be insane. Um, So thank you so much. That was a very wonderful special treat. You're welcome. We'd love to get your thoughts on all things Beverly Hills since so much is percolating. I mean, it's crazy. This past week was absolutely bananas. First off, 
Is it terrible? I did not find the cheesecakes to be in any way attractive or appealing looking. Mm-mm. So sorry. God bless. And I know that Andy said on uh, Watch What Happens Live this week that Carney Wilson had like the best character arc of a one episode. Agreed. Uh, friend Agreed. of guest appearance. And I mean, she brought it. She was entertaining. She was sassy. She did fuck up, I thought, at one point by being so focused on making sure that she got camera time with people in front of the cheesecakes that she interrupted Rena, Eileen. To be like, yeah, cheesecakes. Yeah, which was not, which was not great. I was like, who told you, or maybe someone told her to get her to make sure that that moment actually happened in front of Kim and everyone else. I mean, I wonder how much of that was maybe production saying to her, like, go get your friends possible, right? It It was not great. It was actually, it felt, and I, you know, of course, watched the episode a couple times because I'm a sociopath, and it (laughs) felt a little bit like, Jarring. It yeah. felt jarring watching it. Uh, watching it more than once, I was like, "Why did this happen?" But I felt uncomfortable as soon as she walked in. I was like, "Oh no!" I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. I also had no idea that she had had a history of addiction. Which I, I, didn't was, I didn't know. I knew like the food stuff, but I didn't know yeah. that she was um, actually a stuff. perfect person to have at that like intervention. Can we yeah, call she it? actually did a better job than Kim's completely <laughs> silent sponsor, <laughs> who I think was just super uncomfortable yeah. and nervous about being there and yeah. being on camera, possibly. She didn't want to be, there. Want to be yeah. there. And maybe, I don't know what it, the role of a sponsor is, to be honest, but like maybe she felt like being like a silent partner mm. to this and just being there to support Kim in theory and also make sure that she didn't um, respond to anything in an emotional way that might lead to like relapsing or anything like that. I thought that Carney bringing everyone together at the end and saying like, Listen, hurt people hurt people. Whether or not they behaved correctly, you know, uh, it takes more to be compassionate, blah, 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 toward um, the losses that Rena and Eden have suffered. And she actually did it in a way that I hope Eden paid attention to. Yeah. Because I think Carney was able to communicate effectively Kim's side as well as her own in a way that was helpful to everyone instead of what Eden is doing, which is becoming like holistic on crack where she's, it's all about, if I hear her talking about the length of someone's hug one more time, or I hugged you or whatever, I'm going to kill myself. Um, but it's, you know, I've understood from talking to different people about Eden that there is the sense that she means well Mm -hmm. and that it's not like pure evil. But I think that the more I understand Eden's perspective, the less I understand Lisa Renna's because for Lisa Renna to say, I didn't mean anything ill. It's because of my sister's overdose, but also I was still really pissed at you about Harry. And also I didn't remember saying any of these terrible things. But then when I spoke to my husband who wasn't there for Mm -hmm. any of it, I realized that maybe I had, and, um, tell me again why you said that shit about Harry and I just mean well for you and I hope we can find peace even though we obviously hate each other. I feel like the, their, Lisa Rinna's way of trying to, um, alleviate pressure and responsibility for her actions yeah. is by saying, isn't it about love at the end of the day? And it's like, no, it's actually not about love. It's about the fact that you guys don't hate each other, but you need to figure out a way to talk about each other where it's not that someone's on death door and dying to bring attention to them. Lisa Renna was not talking about Eden, was not talking to Eden Sassoon about Kim possibly dying because she wanted to make sure that she didn't die. It was to cast dispersion on Kim's sobriety. Now, whether or not she was doing that because she, I don't think she ever gave a shit at all. I'm not even going to take that as an option. I think she was doing it to be an asshole. And it also just so happens that her sister died of this. I don't think she's doing it. I don't think she did it to be a good friend to Kyle. Cause she knew it would piss off Kyle. I don't think she was doing it to be a good friend to Kim. Cause she and Kim aren't friends. Mm-hmm. I think she was doing it for a little bit of revenge. Now, whether or not it was subconscious, that's the question. It was not subconscious. Well, do you think, do you ever, do you think that there's even a little bit of a chance that she did not remember. No. I actually okay. Here's the thing. I actually think that there is because I think she knew it was complete bullshit while she was saying it. And you could say the same thing about Kim. It's it's sort of a lie when you think about it. Oh, but you could say her that a lot that, of credit. I know. But her a lot I don't of know if I'm giving her credit or taking it away because what I'm saying is that her saying that she doesn't remember it. Um, is less about the fact that she said something shitty and more about the fact that she knew she said a lot of shitty things, but because she knew they were so wrapped around in bullshit, she couldn't figure out what she actually said. So she used it as a little bit of a defense against Kyle so that Kyle, her, the delay in any kind of fissure in their relationship would be delayed by a couple days until she could figure out how to respond. She wasn't really prepared for it. She is kind of a moron. And it was also about the fact that she knew when she was talking to Eden that it really wasn't about Kim's 
health because she hasn't been around Kim. It was about trying to fuck with how Kim is perceived on camera and potentially change someone else's characterization of Kim, which actually makes Lisa an even worse person if she doesn't remember any of this and if she was just spouting bullshit because she knows and has said the reason that she was talking to Eden is because Eden is a recovering addict. Yeah. It's not just about the sister stuff. It's because she knows that Eden has a sense for it, like a sixth sense. So she's making up this shit yeah. to kind of just add a little bit of a drama and some rumor mongering. I don't see how she comes out of this alive. How on earth is Kyle Richards going to be able to be friends with Lisa Renna again? And I think they are still friends. I think Lisa Renna has played the last it's all coming from love card. I think she's done it so many times now where she's everything's coming from love. I am so sorry. I apologize. Let's move forward. And then Which turns around and bullshit. stabs stabs right. you right in the thigh. And then it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's from love. It's from love. Like, she's played them all. And actually, Dorit, who was sort of non-existent on this episode, stood up for Kim in a way that I appreciated. Yeah. Not saying that I'm in any way Kim Richards. Shut Kim Richards down. And Kim Richards. Yeah, and got <laughs> shut down. Not, and I'm in no way a fan of Kim Richards. I don't support her. I think she's a broken. No, I'm so over I think she's her. an I unhappy, I think she's an unhappy, angry person, away. and that will never change. Yeah. But I thought that Dorit sticking up for her was mm-hmm. ballsy and mm-hmm. took, uh, and was like kudos to Dorit. Yeah. And I also thought that, um, I thought that Lisa Rinna's response, which was to immediately cut into Dorit, was a perfect example of Lisa Rinna as she, as her character currently is, which is like sort of a monster. Yeah. Also, how much do we love the Kyle to, um, to Lisa Vanderpump when Lisa Vanderpump tried to for a millisecond? Did you catch that? Side with, oh shit. Oh, oh, yeah. We're there. And um, when Kyle said, pick a lane. Oh, yeah. Pick 100%. a fucking lane. So Lisa Vanderpump was like, well, was trying to defend Eden and in doing so defending herself by saying, listen, it was sort of public record at that point. Unlike right. This group. Right. That was it. And then Kyle's like, pick a lane. Don't even get close to that, which was a moment where which you was saw. Which was amazing. Which was amazing. And it, and it was real. It, it was, was a real, moment real. where LVP was like, okay, if I need to, ha- if I want to have my body man, Kyle, yep. on my side, I need to shut the fuck up. And that's when she stopped. Which their relationship pisses me off. Why does it piss you off? Tell me Everything. I just, I, I just think it's so for the show. I don't. Kyle's always been someone like I like Kyle, but then half of me just is so annoyed by Kyle because I feel like she just kind of flies under the radar and it just isn't that interesting. But for some reason, is able to stay on and able to stay relevant and. I just think her and the Lisa Vanderpump thing, I really do think they came to an agreement off camera that was just like... That they were going to align a, like, with each like other. Like a Teresa-Melissa Gorga agreement, which also now they are just a total snooze. Like, I would be thrilled if they were both not even on next season. Oh, 100%. Like, not even a friend of. You are Just done. Shut up. Just both done. of them? Both of them. I couldn't disagree with you more. <laughs> both of them. I would do... I would keep uh, Ziggy. I would keep... Siggy, Siggy, I was calling her Siggy. It's Siggy. I keep Siggy, I keep Dolores, I keep Jacqueline, although she's like cryptic tech messages right now, so who knows if she's going to be back, but I would keep Jacqueline. I would obviously bring back Danielle Staub. I would bring Lauren Manzo, and I would add my girl Rosie as a housewife. Here's the problem with adding Rosie as a housewife. Rosie, allegedly, production was interested in... um, giving Rosie a larger role in the show, but they didn't want to give it to Kathy, Rosie's sister. No, no Kathy. Yeah, but I, that's why I think... Their Ro- package deal. Right, yeah. and that's why I think Rosie declined it. She is yeah. actually a real sister. But I would bring Laura Manzo, I would bring Danielle Style back, and I would I would get rid of Teresa. And and Melissa, which I know he'll never do, Andy will never do because, like, he dies for Teresa, so really at least does. bump them to friends of. Like, I just... Melissa Gorga is so boring. She has no storyline. She doesn't have a story. I mean, I love me some Joe Gorga. I know. Like, if you could keep Joe Gorga and just, like, get rid of Joe Melissa. Joe Gorga is more of a housewife he than really his life. Is. He is dramatic. He's, he's emotional. He's funny. He's, he's good. super funny. He's good. And Teresa's whole... Like, she's just so produced now to me. She's Wait. hit a Nini. She's hit a Nini level. And what casting changes would you make as of right now in Beverly Hills, if any? Or do you think it's pretty much okay. I mean, I think LVP is pretty irrelevant, even though I love her. Just keep her on, keep her on Vanderpump Rules, maybe give her another spinoff, but like, she, to me, she brings nothing. Her and Kyle are so fake and contrived. 
And even I actually really enjoy Kyle this season. Is that terrible? I, I, just I am so enjoying Kyle her? this season. I will say she seems really fun. She's yeah. having like a Countess Luann because I like her and Erica. Like I like what Erica I brings really out. I really love her and Erica. Like her and Lisa, I'm over. Like that relationship is just so it's done. It's fake to me. But I like her and Erica. I like what Erica's bringing out in her, and I like Kyle when she's away from Lisa Vanderpump. So I am enjoying Kyle this season, which is probably one of my first. But like Lisa Vanderpump. I mean, I love her on Vanderpump Rules and, like, in other shows. But on this, like, her going after Lisa Renna, even though Lisa Renna is being a terrible person. But, like, you can just see how much Vanderpump is relishing in it. That, like, this is Renna's She season. is licking her lips. She is. She is just so thirsty for it. And I'm just, like, just because Renna is being a terrible person this season doesn't mean you weren't a terrible person right, last gonna, season. But don't you think it's, like... It is entertaining. It real. It is. Lisa <laughs> when Lisa Vanderpump was talking shit about Lisa Renna in front of Lisa Renna as she walks in the door, I was like, guys, this is what I want. This I is like direct sunlight. This is so shady that the sun is pouring in. I mean, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I was kind of into it. And the teaser for next week when she's like trying to convince her to go to Hong Kong and she's like, you know what? And LVP's like, you know what? She is really manipulate. I, I am able to manipulate her. Maybe she can like carry my bags. I was 100% into it. I was like, it's yeah, cheeky. Be, be a little bit of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm into it. I'm I, into LVP being that kind of cold elitist whatever. Right, which I would want her to be more of. But I feel like maybe up till now this season, she's just coasted. Like LV, what has LVP done? Almost nothing. Nothing. So that's why I'm like, I'm well, bored. she has that stuff in her contract. So there were um, reports when she signed on that the only reason she signed on, obviously, because she wants um, Vanderpump Rules to continue to grow, and also because um, uh, she wanted Vanderpump Rules to continue to grow, and also because um, she wants to promote. Vanderpump Pups or yeah. whatever. Vanderpops? Is that Van- what it's called? It should be Vanderpumps, it but I think it's could. called Vanderpump, Vanderpump Dogs. Okay, which is a real missed opportunity. Which it should really have been Vanderpumps. opportunity. Yeah. And by the way, um, seeing Ken Todd Stop. cry on no. camera, I was like, the, the so millisecond real. video they showed of those dogs, I had to just fast forward through the whole. Mm. It was just making me, as I was like holding my dogs and oh, sobbing. Yeah, no. Puppies. It was so. They are re- listen for all the fun the you know people making fun of the fact that like they like dogs more than people and by the way when in comparison like to these bitches I like dogs more that, than people hundred percent um I just thought it was really sweet and like you know what Agreed. they have gobs of money they have so much so money much. they're using it for good which yeah. I appreciate which I, appreciate I love too. it I just want more from her I either want her to be a elitist bitch again or just like you can't just cru- like I the housewives that just cruise along. Drive me crazy. And right now she's just cruising and she's bringing nothing. So question for you. Yeah. What do you think is going to make Erica Jane lose her shit? We have the scene for next week where she, that Andy did a little teaser of and watched What Happens Live, which was like 30 seconds of Erica Jane talking to her mom about how her mom was really yeah. difficult and made her into a, you know, an intense woman. A and that chick. And that yeah. comes out in a scene with Dorit where Dorit is talking about how Erica Jane, you can't read her and yeah. she seems really tough. And like, what's that about? Um, what do you think leads to her losing her shit in Hong Kong? I don't think it has anything to do with Tom. I think that's what they're trying yeah, to make 100%. us believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing to me would be something with her son. I always thought it was something with her son, but I wonder now, because we're getting a peek into her past, if it isn't actually something with, with her, her mother. Mom? Maybe. I think she's something like, with her family, not Tom. I'm curious to see, and first off, how much do we die for Erica Jane? And also, Ugh. doesn't this Live like show you, die. she's continuing to show us how she's the perfect housewife, because even before the point where we're like, oh, but it might be too much kitsch and there's whatever, mm-hmm. she's She's allowing us to see more about her and yeah, more about her which past. which I love. And I love it. Which I love. She's just genuinely the best. I have nothing to say about her no. except she's actually the perfect housewife, which is that she is an imperfect person and she's not afraid of she's allowing real. that in. She's 100% She's real. everything Dorit wanted to be coming onto the show. Dorit never wanted to be real. Dorit wanted to be seen as a shiny, sparkly object and mischaracterized what that would mean to the audience. Right. Dorit wanted to come across as a wealthy, fabulous, worldly woman. And that's Which is Erica not, Jane. Which is Erica Jane, but Erica Jane is still a human person right. and carries that humanity and first. Dorit is not. And Dorit carries a Birkin <laughs> right. that she got after right. diving off a ship or whatever the fuck. Right. Um so what do you think is gonna happen? I mean Dorit initially I was so alienated by her in PK and I think she's because growing on me. she's growing on me because she's a secondary person yeah. right now. She's not really yeah. bringing anything. And I wonder what happens when 
with her and the other women. I mean, she spoke on um, Watch What Happens Live when she guested this week and spoke about how she and Eden are in no way friends. Like, someone asked on a call or it was Andy or someone was like, you know, what's your relationship with, like, Eden? She, with yeah. Eden, she's like, we're not friends, we're not anything. Which yeah. makes me wonder what the fuck happened. Yeah. And maybe it's because Dorit's been sticking up for Kim. And that, like, leads into something? I don't even know. Maybe. I mean, Carney, not to backtrack, but Carney Wilson no, was everything Eden wanted to be going into the show. Like, I think Eden wanted to be the peacemaker and the ex-addict who was, like, the one that was going to save Kim Richards yeah, from Kyle. Yeah, Eden wanted to be respected. And wanted and to be respected. That's not how you garner respect. too hard, with too many blinders on, and Carney was able to do what Eden's been trying to do in a matter of, like, 24 minutes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Eden is definitely a polarizing person. She's getting more and more that way to me. I uh, I agree with you. I think that Eden... There were some moments with Eden and Kim this week that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I saw truly Kim's anger toward Eden, and this is what I thought. Just disdain towards her. Like, I think it was anger. I think it wasn't disdain. I think it was anger. And... Kim's response to Eden sort of put a little light bulb in my brain, which was Kim seemed to think that because they are both addicts, that there was a, almost a pact between addicts, mm-hmm. right? There are certain things you that. don't, right. There are certain things you don't say and certain things you yeah. don't do. And it reminded me a lot of the Richard sisters relationships, which is there are a lot of dirty little secrets and we keep them in a vault. We don't ever talk about them. Like the fact Kim's an addict. Except when you're in a limo. Right. Yeah. Like the season, exact, yeah. that's exactly right. Like yep. the season one limo moment where Kyle finally opens the brakes, op- bursts open the door. <laughs> one of the best says, scenes ever. One of the best scenes ever. of all time. And says, you're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to talk about it or whatever the fuck she actually said. And I think that Kim still to this day feels like if there is something going on or shit going down, you don't actually talk about it. Yeah. You, one could argue that what Kim was saying was, talk about it between the two of us, but I don't actually think that's what she meant. I think what Kim meant was keep it inside. Yeah. Don't don't bring it to the surface, which is a really interesting uh, eye-opening moment in the sense that she's not a different person than she was before. She may not be drinking, but she's not actually a different person, and that's where the problem is, and that's what Carney was talking about. And she's like, listen, we don't drink just to drink. We drink for a reason. We drink because we're a little crazy. Right, which everybody is, and everybody has their sort of something. And so when Carney's saying that, she's saying, like, we need to find a different way to cope and be better people or or whatever or or figure out how to live with ourselves, Mm -hmm. really, at the end of the day, so that you're not reaching for a bottle, but also some of Kim's instincts are still as flawed as they were before, which is why I think she's going to continue to land herself in trouble whenever she's on camera because she's not a whole complete person. And I don't think she ever will be. I think that's completely, uh, completely unrealistic. What got me though, which we're literally watching the scene right now, which I know (laughs) I'm getting distracted looking at a corner of my Um, that Kim like broke down at one point. It was just like, I wanted to stop. I want to stop talking about my addiction. I like, and, yeah. and I was yeah, like, yeah, then, that's right. get, then get off the show. Because right. you know that that is your storyline. She, But she doesn't want to accept responsibility so for... So if you're going to be on the show, you're, they're going to talk about your addiction. They don't right. have anything else to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, like, that just drove me crazy when she was there, breaking down. And I was like, I respect that. Because, yeah, it must be hard to every time you're on camera, every time you're in situations, knowing that your addiction is going to be brought you know, brought up and become a topic of discussion and a whole big thing. And you're still a, like slightly recovering alcoholic and yeah. like, and, but it was just like, you know, the answer, sweetie, then don't be here. There was also a moment where I think it was her sponsor, but guys, I could be wrong. Who was like, Kim, can you let this go? Can we move yeah, on? Yeah, it was her sponsor. And Kim yeah. breaks down and I could see the anger in that because yeah. she doesn't want to let go of it. And that's not a judgment from me. That's no. me. Because I would still be pissed. Yeah, me too. There's a moment where it's like, well, Rinna wants to move on because Rinna knows the heat is on her and she wants to be done with it. So she's going to pretend it's yeah. all about love and whatever. Love, and yeah. we'll see, which is what Lisa Vanderpump said correctly, which mm-hmm. was, let's see with your actions and it's unlikely. It's, it's unlikely. unlikely. you've done this like 40 times right but there and there was a moment where kim is breaking down and she's upset and you could tell it's because she wasn't quite ready to let go but she still has a lot of shit that she has to own up to the whole harry hamlin thing is completely ridiculous and i can't believe we're still talking about it but we are because she won't own up to it i know i mean it was 
It was something, something in that was, but it was meant nothing. to trigger, but it, for, just like Lisa Vanderpump correctly has the ability to manipulate whatever she said last season because Rena's now fucking up now and she's mm-hmm. able to recast history. They can all do that to each other, and there are prime examples, and the example of Harry Hamlin, the example of Munchausen, it affects each other. So yeah. you're able to sort of try to replay the chess game during the game itself because of shit that happened in previous seasons, which is unfair, but it's also completely appropriate, I think, right? Yeah. If those are the tools that you have. I mean, I think it's crazy. Before we wrap up, I do want to get your thoughts on Erica Jane, because you said that you had something kind of like crazy. Well, so, <laughs> crazy. So, I just, I die for Erica Jane. Like, I just think she's a perfect die. human being. Die. I want to be her. Rachel die when I die. Oh my God. Die. Um, I die. I want to be her. It's fine. <laughs> I'm so excited she's on Dancing with the Stars. Guys, Never watch the season. Can't wait. I will watch That's every episode. Awesome. <laughs> Like, Erica Jane's production photos of her and her Ugh. dance garbage, just like Erica Jane going to Starbucks on a Wednesday. Everything. I mean, it's like completely Everything. phenomenal. Okay, but tell but me. But I get nervous now that they're digressing into her family stories, which is good because they yeah, make yeah. her more human. But I, somewhere along listening and watching to things, like put like listen to another podcast and saw some things online and whatnot, putting together her timeline and. She, not that I necessarily think this is a bad thing, but for all the people who, I just thought everyone loved Erica Jane, but apparently on the internet, there's a lot of people who don't and think she's like a gold digger. And on that, yeah, on that, kind of blast her for, not that this is anything that's like official, but what people put together through like things she said in her timeline of life, that like she got pregnant and got married really young. 1890. Yeah, yeah, she's the cop, so the LAPD. Yeah, and then had her son and then moved to LA when she was like 25. So her son would have been like three or four. Love it. And then at some point said something about, well, my, oh, my son was stayed back in New York to go to school. Okay. And so the internet seems to think that her son lived with her baby daddy in New York, was raised there, and Erica moved to LA to become rich and famous and then met Tom. And didn't actually raise her son? Is that a terrible thing? As I said, I don't think it's necessarily a terrible thing. How is that different from someone, like, leaving a country and coming to America to provide for their family? Right. Like, she went to America, except America was Hollywood. Which is a very different land. And not to say that, like, once she married Tom, she just took the private jet back to New York every weekend to see her son. And, like, her son might have been How long have they been together? Did I... If I say 20 years, am I completely talking out of my ass? For what? For Tom? how long Eric and Tom have been together? Haven't they been together for a long time? A long time. Because the photos of yeah. them, she looks well. Her son is younger. what now? Twenties, right? 20s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like a couple years old. So yeah, at least twenty. Who got these bitches that are talking shit? Um, and there's always a person. But that is when I'm nervous. Like I'm nervous for her that something's going to come out about like her early life, and people are going to be like, "Wait, you left your son to move to to LA?" And- you know what my response would be if I was Erica Jane? It would be like, "Fuck yes, yeah." I I left my son in the care of family so yep. that I could find a better life for us. Yep. And it could have been as a performer. It could have been as a dancer. It I most certainly almost wasn't as a singer. Yep. It, but it, as an actress, whatever it was, and she fucking fell in love with someone and they have a marriage that works for them. And I have never felt less interested in diagnosing a marriage than between the two of them because there's so much mutual respect that even totally. at that lunch that they had where it felt like he was playing in so hard to like you yeah. deserve everything and the video should be expensive because you're expensive and I love you and <laughs> my love for you is expensive and then like the way that she responded which was like thanks for taking the time to have lunch with me and I was like guys you're married like that shouldn't be a big deal but I support it but I support it um, I, I'm just I feel like there's so much mutual respect between the two of them that I I just really can't castigate their did I use that word correctly it's been a long Sure. Yeah. Guys, yay, new funny word. Um, word of the day. Yes. Um, Castigate with like a Kardashian, okay? Um, can I just think that like whatever works for them works for them, which is why I think so many of us are completely against the idea that she would be losing her shit about anything with Tom because I think Tom, she and Tom are so secure in the They in know the, what their relationship is. They, they knew what it, it was going in. Right. They, they respect it. it. It works for them. And it's not like an Alexis Bellino relationship where you're just like, oh my God, right. girl, And where he's out. chafing on the idea yeah, of where being... he's just the war. Like, the, it weren't like... We know what it is. They know what it is. It's good. I don't think anything about that is bad at all. But, like, when I see stuff on the internet and people are dogging her and this, this, and that, I'm just like, who would that be coming from? Who, thinking about who, 
it wouldn't become it maybe like devout LVP people because of her friendship know. with Yolanda or if something if that if her losing her shit is against Dorit maybe like some Dorit people are leaking it but I don't think those followers are that smart like I don't know yeah Listeners, if any of you have any shit to say about Erica Jane, please reach out because I genuinely want to hear it. Like, I really want to hear it because I don't see it at all and I would like to to understand it. Because to me, she's she's untouchable. And so, but that makes me nervous that, like, nobody's perfect. Oh my God, her next single should be Untouchable, Untouchable, but with, like, gay men. I'll take a 10% credit on that. Thank you. I'll take a cut. Take a credit. Um, Jackie Busco married last name. This was a maze. Such a this pleasure. This every day. I'm going to dream about it all night. Oh my God. Can't wait. <laughs> Guys, contact Jackie. What's your social media handle? Are you private as fuck like me? Uh, I'm semi-private. Um, okay. It's my name, my long ass last name. F-I-L-A-N-O-W-S-K-I is my last name. Jackie Regular. Um, I have a new blog starting. I had an old blog. I buried it. I have a new one. It's called Once You Go Jack. J-A-C. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. So let me know when it's up and we'll I talk will. about it on the show. I will. Oh my but god! This is amazing. Thank you so Such much. Such a pleasure. Oh, it's so like a fun, fun make a wish, but like it, nobody's dying. Hopefully, hear that, Kim? Oh my god, <laughs> we're totally healthy. Um, on that note, guys, can't wait to talk to you next week for another exciting episode of um, Andy's Girls. Thanks so much for listening. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. Maybe get us up to three and three quarter stars. Let's get four. Let's shoot for the Let's stars. <laughs> Let's shoot for the stars. <laughs> You guys, say something nice every now and again, okay? Because um, that it's would all be... It's all about love. It's all... It's all <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lisa Rinna, somehow her little ears, her little elfin ears have just perked at the idea that someone's taking one of her lines. Guys, such a pleasure. We will see you next week. Have Bye. a night.